Hello, hello, and welcome back to my podcast, Coffee with Carlin. Today's episode is episode three, and I'm going to be kind of giving the summary of how I prepared to get into nursing school, how I got into nursing school, and just a summary of my first year as a nursing student. Let's brew our coffee and grab a snack, and let's get started. Okay, so if you didn't know, I already have um, a full degree from the University of Victoria where I have my Bachelor of Science in Geography. And when I first went to school, I never really knew exactly what I wanted to do. I kind of just followed the route, went to school, took some random courses. I was originally in sociology and then started to take geography because my boyfriend actually was in geography and the stuff he was telling me was actually really cool. So in second year at UVic, I switched into geography and then I completed my degree. I worked in the field for about two and a half years, but I was never fully happy with where I was at and what I was doing. Every day was basically the same thing. I would pick up exactly where I left off and it just never felt like the field that I loved. It was just kind of one of those things where you're in the experience and you're like, do I like this? I don't know. Is this normal to feel this way about a job? You know, a lot of people talk about how much they hate their job and you're just like, maybe I'm one of them. And then actually due to unforeseeable circumstances, I was let go and that was really really hard for me to process but fortunately before I was let go I had actually planned on going traveling and I was already in the process of upgrading and getting ready to apply to nursing school um so in January of I think it was 2017 2018 January 2018, I decided to apply to volunteer um, in the health field, and I applied in several hospitals in Victoria and actually only got one interview at the Children's Hospital, and to be honest, that was probably the best volunteering experience ever. I was volunteering four hours a week. Um, every Tuesday, my boss was kind enough to let me leave early and, um, yeah, it was awesome. I was working one-on-one with kids with autism or other mental health issues and they were in this children's hospital due to either family circumstances or most of the time to get some help regulating medication and kind of seeing what works best for the kids. And so I was working alongside them um, to kind of just see whether they liked things, didn't like it in regards to their sensory. So we would have some weeks where they would try different foods of like sweet, sour, savory, that kind of thing. And then there were sounds um, and there was sights and just like that kind of thing. And honestly, this volunteering experience really solidified that I wanted to work in the healthcare industry. I honestly didn't actually plan on going into nursing school. I was looking more into ultrasound, sonography, or um, x-ray. 
And yeah, so I don't really know the moment I decided I wanted to do nursing. I was looking into those programs and they were only two years in comparison to four. And the pay is really good. Like I would say if you don't know what you want to do, but you're interested in healthcare, and especially if you're young and you get into that field for two years and you get out and you're making, I think they make like $30 an hour. It's a good wage and you have a good job. But anyways, back into kind of what I was trying to do. I was taking some upgrading. Actually, the in Victoria, they have, um, oh, what's it called? I think it's like South Island Distance Education. And so I was redoing Principles Math 12 because I didn't have a good grade. And also um, a lot of schools actually prefer that your high school grades are within five years and I had elapsed that. So um, I had to retake Math 12, which was actually a good thing because I had such a bad grade in Math 12. But then I was able to upgrade and get a really good grade. And another prereq that most health sciences programs require is Biology 12. And I didn't actually have Biology 12. I did Biology 11 and I struggled. I really, really struggled. But then, so I decided not to take Biology 12. But when I was upgrading, I did Biology 12 and I actually really, really loved it. I um, enjoyed it so much. And it was really, really cool because it was all online. So I could just do it right when I got home from work. And I could do it at my own pace. And I could schedule my exams whenever I was ready to write them. It honestly was such a cool, flexible thing. I had looked into doing like night classes. But I just, yeah, the, the online was a lot easier for me. And so, yeah, I did all of that. And actually, once I finally realized, I'm not, like I said, again, I'm not really exactly sure when I decided I wanted to pursue nursing. I think it was one of my really good friends at the time. We were just talking about it. And I always said, like, I want to go into nursing, but I'm just scared. And I, like, what if I don't get in and I'm doing all this? And now I've been let go from my job and I'm really relying on getting into into school and I want to be making some good money in due time and I just decided you know what I'm just gonna try I'm gonna try for a year if I don't get in then I will look into doing something else and so I was looking at the BCIT program at the UB UBC program which is actually uh, just over two years and because I had already had a degree there was the opportunity for me to apply and I didn't technically have the greatest grades at UVic, which I think is what resulted in me not getting in. Um, and that was a soul crusher, really. Um, it was really, really hard. I also didn't, um, actually, I'll get, I'll get into that in a little bit. I just wanted to mention that those programs require that you already have anatomy done. And there's two anatomy classes that you have to take in order to get in to these programs because they want it to be accelerated and once you listen on later when I kind of talk about the classes of first year nursing it's basically just all your electives and so UBC and BCIT are able to eliminate that first year if you've taken anatomy and other credits 
One of my biggest takeaways I would say for any of you that are looking into applying to nursing school, whether that be the four-year program or not, I would highly, highly recommend that you try and take anatomy before you start nursing school. Nursing school is really hard and intense, and especially for someone that's never been into an undergraduate program, college, university, that kind of thing. It can be very overwhelming to be taking five courses at a time, and I honestly think that the reason why a lot of people fail out of nursing school is due to anatomy. So if you're able to have the opportunity to take a year and just do anatomy, I guarantee you that it will be a lot more less stressful and it will just be, you can take it online, you can take it over the summer, like courses are offered year round. So um, I took both of them at the same time, actually in January to April of 2019. And uh, I would recommend doing it in person if you can because I did try and do it through Athabasca online because that's the one program that doesn't you don't have to attend a lab in person but oh my god I failed the first midterm and then I was about to write the second midterm and I was like I just can't if I fail this then this is going to be an F on my transcript and I would rather have a withdrawal so I decided to withdraw and I didn't get any money back, which was unfortunate because I think it was about two grand for that course. So um, if you're really determined and you learn well, kind of the textbook way, I would recommend Athabasca. But if you're like me and you're a visual learner and you learn by listening and examples and lectures, then I would definitely recommend taking anatomy in person. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what I did to prepare to get into nursing school. And then just so you know, when you apply to nursing school, you have to apply almost a year in advance. So I think most applications open September. Uh, so for me, I apply September of 2018 for some schools. Yeah, 2018 to get in for September of 2019, which is kind of crazy. So you really have to be organized and you have to be on top of kind of everything that you need to get into the program. So I actually got in to my, which I was kind of funny, it was like my plan B school because I was so confident that I was going to get it elsewhere. But I applied to VIU, which is on the island in Nanaimo, and I did not get in. And I emailed them to kind of just see what I could do to improve my application. And it turns out there was like 800 applicants for only 75 seats, which is just mind blowing. UBC, I honestly didn't expect to get in. I just thought, you know, what the heck, I'll just try. And um, same thing, didn't get in. I was pretty crushed, but that's okay. Um, and then where else did I apply to that I did not get in? Or maybe I only applied to the three oh bcit i applied um but i hadn't had my anatomy completed and in order to apply to bcit you have to have your anatomy completed which is frustrating and can't be like in progress so i um had to apply to bcit for april of 2020 actually and i did get in but i would have been in the exact same place that i am now with uh doing that year here in uh, northern BC. So yeah, I got into a college up in northern BC. It's actually a really 
small program. So I was actually on the wait list for the bigger campus. And I called to kind of see what number I was. I think I was like number 80 something, which was devastating. I was so upset. I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to get in this year. And my sister actually mentioned that there was a nursing program in the smaller town within the same college. And so I called and kind of just see if that saw, yeah. I called to see if that was even an option. And actually she was like, yeah, I'm pretty positive you'd be able to get in. And I just remember hanging up. Well, I told her, yes, please, like, see if, you, if I can transfer there. Like, I will go there if I get in. And um, it was like, yep, sounds good. Kate, talk to you later. I will let you know. And I hung up and I bawled my eyes out because I was just so relieved that, that there was actually a possibility of me getting in. Because I don't know if you have friends who have tried to get into nursing school these days. It's just, it's not easy. There's just so many applicants out there and it's really, really competitive. So uh, to hear the words that I might actually get in, oh my God, it was just, oh, it was, uh, yeah, I don't even know, words can't even explain the feeling that I had, but I was just in such a dark place mentally because it was like, what the heck am I doing? Why did I flip my life around to get ready to get into this program, spend all this money on upgrading and whatnot? And yeah. So it was awesome when I found out that I got into nursing school and I actually was with my boyfriend. We were out for dinner um, because he had the evening off work. So we went for dinner and as we were getting the bill, I checked my email and sure enough, there was an acceptance letter in my uh, email and it was really awesome that I got to be with him to find out that I got in. I'm sorry, I just listened back to that and my voice is really raspy. So I'm sorry if that's annoying. I will try my best not to have a raspy voice and remember to take more water breaks. Um, so yeah, I got into the program and it was actually going to be a really big move for me. I was living in Vancouver at the time with my boyfriend in our small 475 square foot apartment. And so um, yeah, I was started looking for rentals right away and there was honestly nothing, which was terrifying. And I was actually just Google searching, you know, homes for sale in the area. And I actually found this really cute house. And I was like, that's so affordable because housing prices in Vancouver is ridiculous. It's never going to be affordable for our generation, let's be honest here. And um, just to see how cheap houses were in this small community was amazing. And I convinced my dad to drive down and we went and looked at a house and we bought it. <laughs> I did not imagine that to be happening, but uh, yeah, so I had a place to stay. I bought a car and I was ready to go. And then first comes the first day of school. So I started, I think like September 4th or whatever that Tuesday, Wednesday is of the beginning of September. And oh my God, it was so intimidating um, there's only 24 girls in our classes, no, no guys, so it was just girls, and uh, girls are hard to <laughs> get friends with. Um, I'm sure many of you can relate. Girls are intimidating, and um, yeah, we all had, on the first day of class, we kind of had like a nursing uh, um, introduction, kind of what to expect in the program. We had some icebreakers, and all of us at the end were like, oh my God, what did we get ourselves into? Because the teachers were like, 
our doors open if you need to cry. Like there'll be times where you want to quit and don't quit. Like we're here for you. And it was just a roller coaster of emotions that day. And I remember getting back to my house and just feeling like, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> but at the same time, I was so excited. Um, they talked about our clinical experiences that were to come in the coming years. And yeah, it was pretty awesome. So having had my degree already, actually, I was able to get some courses transferred and I didn't have to do them like everyone typically does in first year of nursing school. So my first semester actually only had four courses and five courses is usually typical. So I had math, which is just like your basic statistics. I had introduction to anthropology. I had just like an intro to arts and science of nursing. And I also had Métis studies. So um, Métis studies, I think most people usually take in second year, but I was able to take it in first year because it's part of like a Aboriginal elective. Usually people are taking anatomy and uh, intro to psychology in that semester. Um, yeah, so I didn't have to take five courses, so I just had a pretty easy course load. And we also didn't have much in regards to like hands-on skills that you think you would have in the first semester of nursing school. So we did have um, like a lab, but it was more just scenario based and kind of just understanding the mind frame of being a nurse and how you treat everyone and your patients and the nurse client relationship. And I understand why this class is a thing, you know, like you're starting to think like a nurse and that's really, really vital. But oh my goodness, it was so boring. I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it wasn't boring. It's just the theory aspect of things is like not the most exciting to me. <laughs> um, but it was good. Uh, in the labs, I got to kind of get to know some of the girls a little bit um, separately because it was only 12 of us in a lab instead of 24. So it was a bit smaller. And then I finished my first semester and, and it was awesome. It was super exciting to have one semester down and I got like, I think almost three weeks off because of Christmas break and like where my last exam fell in. And then starting the next semester, I had introduction to psychology. So this was the second half of the psychology class. I had already taken the first one online actually prior to another class that I forgot to mention that I upgraded. Um, so this was the second half in order to actually take a second year level of psychology. And I was actually able to get into the second year psychology. The professor was kind enough to let some of us girls get into the class um, if we were taking the second year, um, sorry, the first, second half of the first year course. And he was going on a sabbatical the following year. So this was going to be the last time it would be offered. And it was the psychological disorders, which was super, super cool to learn about. And then I had my second nursing class, which was another kind of theory-based uh, ethics kind of stuff and a skills lab and practicum associated with that class. And I was also taking medical anthropology and good old microbiology. Microbiology is freaking hard. It's also, I think, another class that a lot of people struggle with, especially when they're taking anatomy with it at the same time. 
for the first little bit of the beginning of the second semester, it was just kind of your typical go to class kind of thing. It wasn't really until I think the third week of January that we actually got to go to our first skills lab. And so this was the first lab that we got to be interactive and learn more hands-on skills. So we learned um, the basic PPE, so your personal protective equipment, like the gloves, the mask, and whatnot, kind of what scenarios you're supposed to wear what in. We learned proper hand hygiene. We learned um, feeding, cleaning, and transferring patients all throughout that skills labs. I think it was about three three-hour labs, and um, we were eventually tested on everything. And um, it's called an OSCE, and you have to pass the OSCE in order to be able to uh, keep going and go into your clinical experience. And I will tell you, OSCEs are really, really stressful, but I honestly think they're only really, really stressful because of what you hear from second years, third years, and the professors. Um, OSCEs are a clinical scenario where you're being tested on um, a situation and um, you're given something to do. So for our example, it was a man with a certain disease. So you had to have a certain type of PPE on and that was a big portion. And then you were to bathe the patient because that's kind of what first year is nursing is about. It's kind of like being a carried, you're feeding, cleaning, making the bed, transferring the patient. So you clean the patient um, and it's just a mannequin. It's, yeah, it's not, it's not a person. Um, and you have to follow through this whole scenario from start to finish without missing a critical step. And you can actually fail. And I will be honest, I failed. I was the only student out of my whole clinical, or sorry, not clinical, class that failed. And it was devastating for me. I um, I was really, really upset. I didn't plan on, uh, failing. I was actually quite confident in myself to do well, but to be honest, I, so in our scenario, for example, all of us girls were in a classroom and you all have to sign up for a specific time slot. And I didn't leave class to go sign up because I didn't want to be rude like everyone else. And I got one of the last time slots. I think it was 1 p.m. I was supposed to take it. And now, mind you, you have to be in the classroom for 8 a.m. You're not allowed to leave. You, I didn't bring any food, which was probably really dumb of me. I really just had water. But you're just so anxious and nervous. And everyone's studying and talking about how nervous they are. And you're sitting there and sitting there and sitting there. And I actually didn't get to write or take my OSCE until 3 p.m. And I was supposed to take it at 1. And uh, yeah, it was uh, not a very good experience. I was so hungry. I was lightheaded. I was stressed. Um, and mixing all that into a scenario, I got tunnel vision. I blanked. And I didn't read the scenario properly. I actually, in fact, missed the entire line in regards to um, what type of disease they had in regards to the PPE. So I, <laughs> I'm so embarrassed that I failed. But 
I think I will take that experience and be able to teach other people, hopefully, not what to do. And not only that, I will work harder at studying and not being overly confident in my skills and practice more. It was so embarrassing, so embarrassing. And I bawled my eyes out for like probably a hopeful hour. And luckily you get a remedial OSCE, which is usually the next day. You're allowed to do it again. And I went back the next day and I crushed it. I really did. I think it was because I just wasn't as nervous. I knew what to expect. And actually it happened to be the exact same scenario. So I knew exactly what to do. And I actually had my lab uh, TA. So um, I was familiar with her and she was really awesome with me. And so, yeah, I passed. And oh, it was such a relief when I passed because I was like, I know what I'm doing. Like, and it was funny. She was like, I, you were not the person I was expecting to fail. And so um, it was good to be able to pass. And actually, if you do fail your remedial again, you are out unfortunately. You have to pass OSCE, you have to pass your practicum in order to pass that nursing class. And so the OSCE prepares you to go into your clinical experience and you can't go into clinical unless you pass your OSCE. So I got to start my clinical experience. Actually, I was the third group of, I think, so there was three groups of eight. Yes, that's 24. <laughs> I had to think there. Um, so yeah, I was the third group of clinical and we got four days of clinical. So we started at seven and we end, ended at one. And so the first day of clinical, you kind of just follow around a care aid um, and you kind of just help when you can. I mostly just help make the beds and kind of um, help get the clothes ready. I didn't really do much on the first day. I was so nervous and I think everyone <laughs> knew that. Um, usually when I'm really nervous, I get quiet. But it was just so good to like get in there and kind of learn as you go. Um, obviously in the lab, you're learning by the textbook. And when you get into clinical, it is nothing like the textbook. Um, it was cool to see these care aids work um, kind of in the fastest way possible, so the most efficient, and to just learn kind of the good things that they were doing, but also the bad things that they were doing, and take note and make sure that I don't incorporate that into my future practice. Um, the second day, I actually got partnered with another girl, and so we um, tag-teamed uh, with our patients that we had and it was really awesome, and I gained some more confidence. The third day, I actually was solo, and I was so. This was probably my best day. I was thrown in. Basically, I got five patients ready on my own for breakfast, and it was. Oh, I just feel so bad for my patients. <laughs> they were so nice to me, and so patient, and just. Oh, yeah, I was really slow. They had these. Um, elderly people in homes who are most likely wheelchairs or um, are unable to move certain body parts have these clothing that are made to be put on easier. So they kind of snap on um, around the shoulder and they don't go over their head. 
And there was this one lady, oh, I feel so bad. I, I kept apologizing to her the whole time. I couldn't figure out the shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. I won't go into too much detail because I want to maintain privacy. But um, yeah, there was just a couple people. But by the end of the day, like the last person that I had, I killed it. I like crushed it. And I was so proud of myself. And then the last day, I actually kind of just followed around and carried again. She didn't really let me do much. But um, I had my like testing part of my clinical experience and um, I passed. So that was good. It was stressful. <laughs> really, really stressful to be watched uh, while you're doing everything. But she said I passed and yeah. And then that kind of really wrapped up the nursing portion. Um, we had a final exam. I had two final exams, my microbiology and my nursing. And actually um, halfway through March, so just before my clinical is when COVID-19 started to become uh, a really big deal here in BC. And um, I actually wasn't even sure if my clinical was going to go through because um, some students' clinicals were being canceled. And I was very, very fortunate to be able to continue on with my clinical. Uh, I was required to wear a mask the whole day, which was really freaking hot. But it was really good practice um, to kind of just get used to having to wear a mask. And um, Classes were switched to online, so I was able to be at home and just work on all the papers and everything that were due at the end of the semester. And uh, I can't tell you how awesome it was to finally be done being online. Online is so different than being in class. You're literally stuck at home. You can't leave because you're in quarantine. But uh, my eyes just like couldn't handle staring at the computer all the time. But anyways, that's totally irrelevant to nursing school. Uh, but that's like kind of a summary of how I got into nursing school, how I prepared, and um, my first year. I am telling myself that I'm one-fourth a nurse, so I have three more years to go, and I'm so, so excited. Second year, they say, is kind of the hardest year. You learn a lot more um, practical things like IVs, taking blood, that kind of thing. So I'm really excited to be able to learn how to do that. And not only that, get more clinical experience. Um, but yeah, if you ever have any questions about nursing school or anything like that, please feel free to follow me on Instagram at cargetsfit5 and DM me or comment on any of my latest posts. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to listen. And if any of you are looking to get into nursing school, I... I hope this was helpful for you and that uh, you have the best of luck getting into the nursing school of your choice. And I hope you all take care and I will talk to you next week, next Friday for my episode about, actually, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. I haven't really given it much thought yet, but I think I would like to talk about my relationship with food. I feel like that's something I would like to dive into and maybe kind of start the next couple episodes of how I've learned to love myself and my body and kind of go from there. But thanks so much for listening and I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Take care. Bye-bye.